Ali Velshi had Sandy Sen on today. Our newest proof that there are still old school Republicans in office. Though I wouldn't be surprised if after talking to Ali, Sandy switches to independent. He made a pretty good argument for it. But anyway, she talks about why women need to be running for office. All offices. And how gender skewed South Carolina politics is. Even if you live there, you probably have no idea about this. Ultra hardline conservative lawmakers who continue to push draconian abortion bans despite all the evidence of these laws are unpopular with the public have given rise to a new resistance from inside their own party. Abortion ban bills in deeply conservative Nebraska and South Carolina each fell short in very close votes this week, and Republican opposition uh, was a big reason why. In South Carolina, what was a powerful display of solidarity, all five of the state's women senators, three of whom are Republican, teamed up in a dramatic multi-day filibuster to defeat the near-total abortion ban. It's the third time the abortion ban has failed in South Carolina since Roe was overturned, and one powerful rebuke after another, the women admonish their male colleagues for their oppressive stance with respect to reproductive rights. One of those filibustering lawmakers includes my next guest, Republican State Senator Sandy Sen. Abortion laws have always been, each and every one of them, about control. It's always about control, plain and simple. And in the Senate, the males all have control. We the women have not asked for, as the Senator from Orangeburg pointed out yesterday, nor do we want your protection. We don't need it. We don't need it. There is not a single thing that I can do when women such as me are insulted except to make sure that you get an earful. And you need to blame this earful on following that leader blindly off the cliff for the third time on abortion. And I'm sure you're getting an earful, if you're being honest, from your wives, from your children, from your grandchildren. You cannot tell me that you are not. I know you are. The Republican South Carolina State Senator Sandy Sen, who you just saw there, joins me now. Senator, thank you for being with us this morning. Thank you for having me, sir. I want to be clear. You are a Republican. You're a conservative. You have conservative stances on a lot of things. I don't know what your personal views on abortion are. But your, what you and your fellow senators there did was a breakthrough moment in saying that representation matters. As women, regardless of your political party, you wanted to make a statement that we don't need your control. And so when you transfer this conversation into a conversation of control, that's actually where most American uh, people are. It's, it's not a matter of whether people like abortion. It's about a matter of whether people think women should be able to make their own choices. That's exactly right. And in South Carolina, there are 46 senators, but only five of us are female. And overall, we only have a 14% representation, even in the House of Representatives. So um, we are definitely in the minority, and we can band together to be heard um, across party lines. And we also have three male senators that without them, we would not be able to make it. So um, I don't believe in draconian um, bills on either side of the aisle. I am a centrist. I mean, I thought that I was conservative. Turns out I'm very, very fiscally conservative. But on a lot of these social issues, I think that they're just there for shock and awe. And of course, I'm going to stand up for women. I, I don't want any woman to have an abortion, but nor am I going to tell her uh, what she can and cannot do with her life and her body. You are independent-minded. You are almost um, sort of libertarian in the idea that you don't believe that the government or the men who run government should have that role or that, that, that voice in women's lives. That's for women to just discuss with either their families or their doctor. Exactly. In my state, these folks are wanting, um, there was a bill that one of them filed and 19 people signed on that said murder, it was murder. They wanted a woman punishable as murder if they had an abortion. And 19 lawmakers signed on to that. So again, that's an example of extremism and it's just not going to hold. And it's never going to stop a woman from having an abortion when you get one. So that's, that's one of the points I tried to make. But our growing frustration is that our leadership brought this to the floor three times in under six months, costing the state tons of money, costing us to waste so much time. And when I asked him whether abortion was the number one issue facing our state, he refused to answer me. And then he turned around and told reporters that he would be coming after me in 2024. So I guess five senators, females are, are too many for him. 
Um, let's talk a little bit about, you, you said something to your male colleagues in the Senate, so you're probably getting an earful from your wives and your kids, and that's probably true, because if you look at the numbers of people who do not want abortion criminalized uh, this way, that makes sense. What about you? Who are you getting an earful from? Are you getting an earful from Republicans, from, from the, the men in the chamber? And, and tell me a little bit more about this, if five women are five too many, do you think someone will launch a movement against you five women? Oh, yes, I think they definitely will, because we are what's standing in between, um, you know, total abortion in our state. And they, they realize that. So there are people in the upstate in particular that will be throwing a lot of money to run against us. And like I said, my leaders already said so. But this is the third time he's gone into this argument and all three times he's been embarrassed. So this year he really got embarrassed for this time. And maybe he will stop it. He's not going to get it passed until 2024. And that is if he gets some of us unelected. And that is if we don't get more women elected to replace some of the men in the chamber. Well, that's where I was going next, because I want I was talking to the, the two Justins from uh, from Tennessee. One of the things they said is as a result of their expulsion, lots of people were phoning and saying, how do I get involved in politics? Not just coming to rallies and things like that, but how do I run? How do I, how do I get involved? And these moments, these breakthrough moments tend to be watersheds for those kinds of things. So what happens next for, for you and some of these women to say, this will only work in the future if women are elected to office, and that means women running for office? Exactly. And, and it's really easier for women to win. I mean, un unfortunately, you do have to have money to run, but I can help teach them how to raise money. There are a lot of people that would want to give them money. Um, and as long as they basically um, stand up for what is right. And, and again, we don't all walk in lockstep. I mean, some of my Democratic sisters, they, you know, they would like the, you know, for abortion to go a little bit further. Uh, I'm, I'm at 12 weeks. I'm, that's just to me the best spot that I could land to be to be in the center. But it's one of those things that we're not ever going to agree. But if more women run, better things are going to happen. In our state, you may not know, um, two weeks after the very uh, one of the abortion laws was struck, the first six-week abortion law was struck by the Supreme Court, our all-male pretty much legislature um, took out the one female Supreme Court justice. She had to retire. There were two females running who were better qualified than the male. And what did they do? They put a male from the upstate, which is more conservative. I'm from Charleston. It's more conservative in our area, all because of abortion, making us the only state in the nation with no female judge all because of abortion. Well, people like you and your colleagues and your sisters in, uh, in the legislature are going to change that. And we appreciate your time and your commitment to democracy. Thank you for joining us this morning. Republican State Senator Sandy Sen of South Carolina. Thanks for joining us. She is Charleston, so we probably can get a Dem in her seat. But maybe we should be focusing on other things, because it wouldn't be the worst thing if she kept her seat. Though I'm sure Republicans are going to do everything in their power for someone to primary her. I hope she has a long career in politics. We need Republicans like her. Short Cast Club.